praise the Lord, it's time uh, to get into the Word of God. And the past weeks, again, we've been talking about Church Powerful. We, we've been dealing with how to position yourself in such a way that the power of God, the anointing, can increase in your life. And the reason that is needed is because our job is to walk in the footsteps of Jesus. And how did Jesus walk? How did he conduct his ministry? Well, he said, for this purpose was the Son of Man made manifest to destroy the works of evil one. Now, you can't do that in your natural strength, your natural power. You've got to do that with the anointing, with the power of God working in you and through you. And so it is important to understand how to position ourselves so that this power, this anointing increases in our lives. The, the more, the bigger it gets, the more powerful you become in the spirit. The more impact you can make on the kingdom of darkness. So we've been looking at how to facilitate, how to position ourselves so that the power of God increases in and through us. And, and then number four is what we started last week is walking the fear of the Lord. And last week I spent a lot of time speaking about what the fear of the Lord is. And if you've missed that session, it's time for you to go back and have a look because and go and listen to it. It's on our, on our YouTube channel. You, you, you have access to it. But it's important that you understand what the fear of the Lord is because many people don't. They, 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 they don't get it. They, they think it's fearing in the sense of... of of being afraid of God. No, God doesn't want you to be afraid of him. That's for sure. So obviously there's another meaning to it, and that is to honor God. That's, that is truly what the fear of the Lord is, is to give him honor in everything that you do and to let his word dwell richly in you and to lead your life according to his word. And so we read quite a number of scriptures, and the last one, that I read was from Proverbs chapter 1, verse 7. It says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. In some translations, it says the beginning of wisdom. But the foolish despise wisdom and instruction. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of understanding, of knowledge and of wisdom, getting wisdom, getting understanding. And it's talking about spiritual understanding in our walk with God. In other words, we receive revelation from the Holy Spirit when we walk in the fear of the Lord. What revelation? Well, what understanding? Understanding of God's word, revelation of God's ways, revelation of spiritual things, understanding the mysteries of God that are revealed to those who seek him diligently. It all begins when we allow the fear of the Lord to rule our hearts. So we're going to pick up from there. I'm not finished with the fear of the Lord, and today I'm going to finish with that. So how can we flow in the anointing or in the power of God without understanding of spiritual matters, without revelation of spiritual things? It can't happen because we've got to understand how the anointing flows, how the power of God is released, how faith works, all of these things come with understanding spiritual matters. And, and as I read to you, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of understanding. So you've got to walk in the fear of God 
in order for that to begin to happen in your life. So releasing the manifest presence of God. The manifest presence of God is this anointing, the demonstration of his power. That's the manifest the, the, the manifestation of a presence of God. So releasing that in our lives requires spiritual understanding. And that comes with walking in the fear of the Lord, of the Lord according to the scripture that we just read. Amen. Do you know when Paul was knocked off his horse by Jesus? He was instantly converted. And he walked fully in the fear of, of God from this moment on. In other words, he honored God in every aspect of his life. And if you watch his ministry, how it developed, how it grew, how he walked in the power of God, you'll understand how important it is to walk in the fear of God. He received so much revelation of spiritual matters from the Lord in, in the next few years after his encounter with Jesus, that he left us more than half of the New Testament. Wow. In a short time, he received such revelation. God just opened up the heavens on him and poured down revelation. But you know what? When he got knocked off his horse, the fear of God got into his heart. He realized that he had to honor God. He realized that he had to put God first. He, he got a full, full understanding of that. In addition, when you watch Paul's ministry, you see how he walked in such anointing and power, demonstrating the presence of God in his life. How? Through signs, wonders, and miracles. Through signs, wonders, and miracles. That's a demonstration of the power of God and of the anointing. You can't have any of this, you can't have signs, wonders, and miracles unless the anointing is working in and through you. Amen? Psalm 115, verses 13 and 14, tells us that those who walk in the fear of the Lord shall have blessings and increase. Isn't that amazing? I'm going to read that scripture to you just now. I believe what that means is that they will receive blessings and increase in every aspect of their lives, materially as well as spiritually. Now, let me read that scripture to you. Psalm 115 verses 13 and 14. It says, he will bless them. He is God. You can change that to say God, the Lord, will bless them that fear the Lord, both small and great. The Lord will increase you more and more, you and your children. Isn't that awesome? Wow. What an amazing, what an amazing promise. But listen to the condition. He will bless them that fear the Lord, that honor God. That honor him with their lives. That make him first. That give him first place in their heart. That's what the fear of the Lord is. Notice that it says that God himself will bring this blessing and increase on your life if you walk in the fear of the Lord. Amen. 
God himself will do that. God can do anything. Bible says he does exceeding abundantly above all that we could ever ask or think. In other words, you can, you can stretch your imagination and, 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 and go way beyond your, your, your earthly things. Beyond your imagination has got no limits. God can do more than that. That's what he says in that scripture. Exceeding abundantly above all that you could ever ask or imagine or think. God says, you walk in the fear of the Lord, you honor him, you give him first place in your life. He's going to bring blessing and increase in your life beyond what you can think. He will increase you materially, but also in the anointing and in his manifest power. Now we're talking about church powerful. And that's why that scripture is so important for us to understand. God says he will increase, it will increase you in the anointing and in his manifest power. Proverbs 16 verse 7 says this, it tells us that the fear of the Lord will release God to do the miraculous in our lives. I'm going to read it to you right now, Proverbs 16 verses 6 and 7. It says, by mercy and truth, iniquity is purged, and by the fear of the Lord, men depart from evil. When a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. Now that's miraculous. Your enemy is not going to be at peace at you. Your enemy wants you dead, man. Your enemy wants you injured. He wants you down. But it says here, when you walk in the fear of the Lord, he will make your enemies be at peace with you. That's a miracle. Amen. God says he will do the miraculous in our lives when we choose to walk in the fear of the Lord. There's so many scriptures, both in the Old and the New Testament, regarding walking in the fear of the Lord and how important this is in our lives. And I said to you, today's church, well, not just today, even going back, going back, if you read the book of Revelation the seven churches and uh, that, that, uh, that the angel of the Lord spoke to, to the Apostle John, uh, even going into the book of Corinthians and Colossians and all of this, the, the, the apostles, even in the early church, and right through to today, human nature tends to use God and not fear God and not honor God. We use God for our own benefit, but that's not walking in the fear of the Lord. Walking in the fear of the Lord is honoring God for who he is, the creator of all things, the giver of life, the one who protects us, the one who loves us, the one who forgives us, the one who heals us, the one who is the all-sufficient one because he made us to relate to him that way. So that his abundant provision may bless our lives. So many scriptures point us to the fact that walking in the fear of the Lord is of major significance in our lives. Major. If we are to go to new levels spiritually and release revival in us and through us. We've got to give God his place in our hearts. So the fourth way to release or to position ourselves or to release the manifest power of God in us and through us, 
is to walk in the fear of the Lord. I want to say this to you, church, this morning. At this time and season, it is so important that we are to pursue this. You know, to pursue means to run after. It doesn't mean just to kind of look at it from a distance. It means to go after it, to run with all your might. When you pursue somebody, you, 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 you chase them. You chase after it with all your might. We have to pursue it. We, ask, we have to ask the Holy Spirit to help us understand how to walk in the fear of the Lord. By the way, there's a proverb, chapter 2, verses 1 to 5, the book of Proverbs written by Solomon. God blessed him. He was the wisest man who has ever lived. He got the wisdom of God, basically. And that proverb, chapter 2, 1 to 5, shows us how to receive revelation of the fear of the Lord. So if you want to understand how to walk in the fear of the Lord, go and read that scripture and ask the Holy Spirit to open it up for you. You need to dwell on the scripture under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Because it's not, this is not an intellectual thing. This is a heart thing. Amen? We've got to understand from the heart. We need to get revelation how to walk in the fear of the Lord. It doesn't come naturally to man. So let me read that scripture to you, and then I'm going to give you eight points that are in here. Proverbs chapter 2, verses 1 to 5. My son, if you will receive my words and hide my commandments within you, that's in your heart, man, so as to turn your ear to wisdom and apply your heart to understanding, yes, if you cry out for discernment and lift up your voice for understanding, if you seek her as silver and search for her as for hidden treasures, then, then you will understand the fear of the Lord. <laughs> wow. And find the knowledge of God. Wow. Let me give you eight pointers how to develop the fear of the Lord in your life that's hidden in the scripture. The first one is receive God's word. In other words, be open to God's word. Don't say, this is too hard for me. God will never ask you to do anything that's too hard for you. Amen. So number one, receive God's word. Number two, hide his commandments in your heart. Hide his commandments in your heart. Number three, turn your ear to wisdom. In other words, don't listen to gibberish and man's wisdom. Don't listen to God's wisdom. Turn your ear to wisdom. Number four, apply your heart to understanding. In other words, make it a priority in your life to understand spiritual things. Number five, cry out for discernment or knowledge. It's not just a matter of saying, okay, maybe, perhaps. No, it says cry out. You know when you cry out for something, you get intense about this. You make it a priority, a focus. Cry out for discernment or knowledge. Number six, lift your voice to understanding. Number seven, seek for her as silver. Those days, silver was worth a lot. Seek for her as silver. Number eight, search for her as for hidden treasures. You know, I don't know how many you watch some, there are some programs on TV where people go looking for treasures that have fallen at the bottom of the ocean. Man, the effort they put in. 
the kind of money they pump into the ship that's equipped with radar and I, I don't know what else, things that sonar and in order to find that treasure, search for her as for hidden treasures. Wow. I want to encourage you. You want to understand the fear of the Lord? Study the scripture. Get it into your heart. Begin to lead your life in the fear of the Lord. Then the power of the Spirit will begin to characterize your ministry and your life. Do you know that it's not just pastors and prophets and apostles that have a ministry or evangelists or teachers? Every Christian has a ministry. Go therefore, make disciples of all nations. Storing to Christians. Amen. So in conclusion, I just want to say, I just want to recap the four things that we have dealt with so far that will facilitate, that will position you for greater anointing, greater release of the power of God in you. The first one is develop your love for God above all things. Number two, develop your, lo develop your love for people. Got to love people. Got to value them. Number three, eat at his table. Don't come to him with your agenda. Lord, me, 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 me. This is what I need. Give me, give me, give me. No. Say, Lord, put on, my, on your table what you want for me. Number four, walk in the fear of the Lord. Next week, we're going to continue with Church Powerful. We're going to go to number five because I want to teach you I know I'm taking time on this, but there is a reason and a purpose. And I want to teach you how to position yourself to become powerful in the Spirit. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. Now, um, today is a very special day, of course. It's Father's Day. And uh, I just want to say, you know, usually we hear a lot about the ladies, <laughs> Mother's Day, uh, Secretary Day, uh, Woman's Day, you know, all of these things. But, you know, us men, sometimes we kind of left behind. But I want to take time, a few minutes this morning, to just speak to the fathers. It's Father's Day. Amen. You know, God did, well, God didn't give us a mother he gave us a father our father in heaven doesn't say our mother I know one denomination that has brought in a mother but you know what that's not biblical God is our father and that tells me just that I learned tells me that fathers are important don't ever let people tell you that because you because you're a man or a father you're not as important as a mother. No. We are equally important. Equally. No one is more important than the other. We have different roles to play. But a father has a very special place in the family. Number one, he's the head of the home. Number two, he's got responsibilities towards his family to provide. Not just materially, but also spiritually. Number three is a pillar of strength for his family. That's how God created fathers to be. Number four is meant to show the heart of Jesus 
to his family, his wife, his children. And I want to say this to you this morning and there are many other aspects of being a father. That if you have, if you feel you failed, it's time not to get into a pity party, but it's time to say from today, I'm going to change. I'm going to show the heart of God to my family. I'm going to provide for my family. I'm going to be a pillar of strength for my family. Fathers have a very special place in the heart of God. Without you, there would be no children. You carry the seed. You are a very important person in the sight of God. And I want to encourage you to step to that level of importance. Not by being a dictator or by stomping your fist on the table to force your family to do this and to do that. No, this is not godly. But to walk in strength in a loving way towards your family. So as a father of this house, I'm going to pray for the fathers this morning. I've got this couple, couple of scriptures here. I'm not going to read them in fullness, but I just want to give you some hints. Here are some good things for you to consider as a father before we pray. Faithful. Are you faithful to your wife? Are you faithful to your job? Are you faithful with your finances? What about integrity? It says here the righteous man, you could change that to say the righteous father walks in his integrity, his children are blessed after him. Wow. Are you a man of integrity? There's another scripture from Joshua. It says, be strong and of good courage. As a father in this day and age, you have to be strong. You've got to stand up strong for your family, for your children, for your faith. Do not be afraid. Don't be dismayed. For the Lord God is with you. You need to know this as a father. God has anointed you to be a father. He's given you a family. He's given you children. And you are anointed to discharge that. And when it comes to raising your children in the ways of the Lord, this is part of what you do as a father. You know, we have abdicated that role in the main. We allowed, we, we've, 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 we've counted on our, our wives to raise up our children in, in spiritual matters. But you know, God never intended it to be that way. The father is meant to lead his family spiritually by the display of his life. And so God says this to you today. And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children. And you shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down and when you rise up. You shall bind them, that's his word, as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontless between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. You know that that scripture, God was talking obviously to the people of Israel, but I believe it applies equally 
to fathers. Teach their children diligently the ways of God. And it's not just telling them while you do something different. No, you, you teach them by the witness of your life, the testimony of your life. Amen. So there's so much I would like to share uh, about fathers, but I'm going to stop here today. But I want to say this to you. You are a chosen person. You are a special person. You are the leader of your family. You are the one who shows them God's love, God's faithfulness, God's grace, God's mercy, God's forgiveness. You are the, you are the one who will be displaying that to your family. And if you fail, don't get into crying about it. That's not going to help. Just make a decision right now. From today, I'm going to change. I'm going to let God direct me. And under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, I'm going to lead my family and be a blessing to them. Amen. So if you're a father, I'd like you right now to stand and to just close your eyes. And if there are children, your children are around you. I would like the children to come and stand with their fathers. And I'm just going to pray. Just going to pray for you right now. Father, right now in Jesus' name, I lift up every father that is watching this live stream on this Father's Day. I pray your mighty anointing upon them to discharge the ministry of fatherhood with excellence. Lord, I pray your anointing upon them that you would anoint them, Lord, to lead their families. I pray, Lord, that you would facilitate their ability, Lord, to provide for their family, especially in this time of lockdown and pandemic, that, Lord, you will open up doors for them, that, Lord, you will grow their faith and their trust in you. Lord, that you would bless them. So I just want to release a mighty blessing. Father, bless every father. Bless them with wisdom. Bless them with anointing. Bless them with understanding. Bless them with the heart of God. Bless them with love, grace, and mercy towards their children and their wives and their families. And so, Lord, I commit every father into your care. And I pray that you will show each one of them the heart of our Heavenly Father. Come, Holy Spirit. Just receive the anointing. I just feel such a strong anointing coming upon you right now so that you can be the kind of father that God wants you to be. So receive that anointing right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. So fathers, God bless you. And just remember, today is a new day for you. Start a new journey. Walk at a new level of excellence as a, fa as a father and leader in your home. Amen. Amen.